0: Great to have on Local News Live, David Keller, meteorologist for WWT. David, we were following this story. Uh, The amount of tornadoes, not necessarily damage, although there was that too, but tornadoes around Omaha this past week was really remarkable. Last count was 18, but I know there's some discussion as that might even be higher by now.
1: Yeah, the National Weather Service is still out there doing storm surveys, so that number is likely to change. Most likely getting larger here uh, the next day or so. We expect to get another update perhaps later this evening or tomorrow as they continue to survey the damage. You know, that's 18 just around Omaha. This was a a huge storm system that affected areas all the way from the Rockies up to uh, the Great Lakes. Saw you know, high winds, heavy thunderstorms and damage from not just the winds but also tornadoes. So just a, a massive storm system blowing through the middle part of the country, something that I've never really seen before, particularly in December. We, we, and that,
0: That's a great point. We were following, I believe it was the coverage of our, our KWQC in Iowa and they were saying this is the most extensive storm com- coverage they've done in December in that meteorologist's 30 year history. So it is, you're spot on. It has been very bizarre to see these storms. What led to 18 tornadoes? And Omaha wasn't hit as bad as as we saw like Western Kentucky in terms of damage, but 18 tornadoes,
1: how's that even possible? Well, I mean, it it all started with the the extremely warm weather. We saw record warmth here in Omaha and all across the plains saw record warmth. Our high temperature was 74 degrees. That blew away our previous high uh, temperature of 61, wow. set back in uh, 2012. And it's kind of hard to see there at the bottom left of the screen, but uh, uh, the record high for all of December, there you go, was 72, set back in 1939. On Wednesday, we hit 74. So we set a new record high for the entire month of December, and we were not alone in doing that. Many places across Nebraska, Iowa, into Wisconsin, Minnesota, even Kansas and Missouri, setting monthly record highs on Wednesday. And, you know, that came with some uh, pretty... uh, moist air as well. Uh, There's a lot of moisture in the air uh, as that storm came on through. And uh, so not only did we have the warmth, we had a lot of moisture to work with. And then this powerful system with tons of wind started to come across the Rocky Mountains. It started early Wednesday morning with winds gusting to 107 miles an hour in Lamar, Colorado. And then that blasted out into Kansas, where we saw a huge dust storm along with some major wildfires, a lot of uh, trucks blown over on I-70, a lot of the the billboards and the highway signs blown down. My mom was driving back from Denver. She told me that nearly every highway sign on I-70 was either twisted or gone because of the wind out there. And then you see those thunderstorms. That was the real damaging part here. Those storms started firing to the southwest of Hastings, Nebraska and quickly moved into Uh, our coverage here at WWT producing wind gusts of 70 to 90 miles per hour and tornadoes. And they were moving anywhere from 60 to 80 miles per hour. It took only an hour to move from Grand Island to Omaha. So if you think about if, if you've ever driven across Nebraska. You know, it takes a long time. It does not take an hour to get from Grand Island to Omaha. And those storms producing hurricane force winds that entire uh, length. And then they quickly moved out of our area into central Iowa, uh, still moving incredibly fast, producing those damaging winds with numerous tornado reports. And uh, by At 8 o'clock, they moved from Omaha into Minnesota, so just absolutely blasting on through. And then if we look at that whole track, you know, where the storm started southwest of Hastings to where they began to fall apart in almost Michigan nearly 700 miles in just 11 hours. And that means they were traveling over 60 miles an hour that entire time. And some of those individual thunderstorms actually moving 100 miles an hour. So, you know, a lot of times we get storm spotters out there trying to chase these storms, tell us what's going on. It was impossible nearly to chase those storms as they were moving 70 miles per hour. And, of course, that whole line producing tornadoes as it moved on through. Uh, So far, uh, we do have a lot of tornado reports. I did want to show you this map because it was just fascinating as a meteorologist. Our coverage area, every single county, was under a severe thunderstorm warning. That's the yellow that you see on the map. Every single county was under a severe thunderstorm warning for destructive winds of 80 to 90 miles per hour. I have never seen our entire coverage area included in a severe thunderstorm warning like that, let alone in the month of December. And then all those red boxes, those are tornado warnings. I think only five or six counties in our area didn't have a tornado warning. Wow. So we can tell you more easily which counties didn't have a tornado warning than the ones that did. And of course, we bring this map out just a little bit and you can uh, see how widespread this was, those severe thunderstorm warnings stretching from northern Kansas all the way practically to Lake Superior, Lake Michigan and all those red boxes, tornado warnings. It's Such a great breakdown of what we saw on Wednesday across
0: uh, kind of that Midwest part of the country uh, in Nebraska and then into Iowa. I guess, I'm not sure if this is even a question that we can answer at this point, but we saw 18 tornadoes mm-hmm. around Omaha. They went into Iowa like you showed us, yep. and they went northward. Why did we see the severe damage that we saw from the tornadoes in Kentucky, southern Illinois, uh, Missouri, but we didn't quite see as much, although there was damage for sure, from these tornadoes?
1: Well, with this storm, uh, the temperatures were just a little bit cooler. There wasn't quite as much moisture in the air. Uh, it felt humid here on Wednesday in Omaha. But we had temperatures in the 70s down in Mississippi and, uh, let's see, Arkansas into Tennessee and Kentucky last week. Temperatures were in the 80s, so there was a lot more humidity, a lot more energy in the atmosphere to work with in terms of uh, instability. We had tons of wind, and that wind helped to spin up those tornadoes. Last week, there was a lot of energy in the atmosphere, uh, so there were storms we were able to tap into that and become even more powerful than what we saw. Uh, What we did see was, so far, 56 tornadoes confirmed here across Nebraska, Iowa, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. And uh, that's why my count, we're still waiting, of course, on official numbers. So this may change. But you see 24 tornadoes in Nebraska, 21 tornadoes in Iowa seven Minnesota and four in Wisconsin we can kind of take a closer look at some of those tracks here uh, uh, as the the storms moved on through so those red lines those are the tornadoes reported so far so you can see a cluster near Grand Island in Hastings Nebraska another cluster from Columbus up into West Point Nebraska and uh, it kind of worked its way around Omaha so we're kind of thankful for that but look at those tracks there through uh, central and northwest Iowa some pretty long track tornadoes there thankfully the strongest about an EM two or so with winds still 125 miles an hour. So that's a powerful tornado, uh, but thankfully not quite as severe as what we saw in Kentucky. And then you can see a few more uh, short tornado tracks up there into Minnesota and Wisconsin. Something to note until Wednesday, Minnesota had never seen a tornado in the month of December. So that was a record all its own right there. Uh, Wind gusts around here outside of the tornadoes, 93 miles an hour in Lincoln, Nebraska. So Hurricane force winds there, we saw 80 mile an hour winds here in the Omaha Metro and down in Kansas, look at that, Salina, Kansas, nearly 100 mile an hour winds, I think Russell, Kansas also gusted 100 miles an hour, and that was actually outside of thunderstorms, that was just that just, just storm, it, that yeah. high winds blowing through, so just incredible, incredible storm system for any time of the year, the fact that it happened in December is just mind blowing. What's your initial reaction? You said Minnesota saw its first
0: tornado in December. We're seeing 98-mile-per-hour winds in Salina. We had 18 tornadoes around Omaha. What's, as your meteorologist, uh, just your reaction to these really eye-popping totals?
1: Um, It's, uh, you know, something that I've never seen before, for sure, for the month of December. And and any time of year, this would be a major tornado outbreak. Mm -hmm. The fact that it has happened in December is as I said, mind-blowing. Also quite concerning uh, that this may be something that we see more of going forward. So that is something that has me a little bit worried here as we see uh, all year long we've seen fairly warm temperatures and as conditions become more favorable in the years to come for perhaps Uh, more prolonged periods of warm warm temperatures uh, throughout the winter months, uh, this is something that certainly has me concerned. Is that
0: a major takeaway then when we are in December and potentially November as well, I guess January February, and you have temperatures touching 70? Automatically, should our brains think, okay,
1: these are bizarre weather conditions, potentially a bad storm can be coming our way? Yeah, any time you see temperatures approaching 70 in this part of the country in the middle of winter, that's an automatic red flag for us that something is not right. (laughs) It, it, and you mentioned
0: it's it, there's the moisture and then there's mm-hmm. the warm temperatures. When there's more moisture, like you said, that leads to the severity of a really bad tornado like yeah. we saw in Kentucky. Where Omaha, there wasn't as much moisture, so the tornadoes weren't quite as, as mm-hmm. dangerous, it seems like.
1: Yeah, the the what we call instability is greater when the air has more moisture in it. Uh. It causes it to, to rise faster if it's being pushed upward by, say, a cold front or uh, another front that we had moving through on Wednesday. Certainly, if temperatures were slightly warmer, if we had a little bit more moisture dew points, if you know what that is, the amount of moisture in the air, if that was a little bit higher on Wednesday, I think we could have uh, seen an even more significant situation than we had, as it was, you know, it's still. I mean, those storms were very powerful. It's not often that we see thunderstorms producing 90-mile-an-hour winds any time of the year. Wow.
0: Well, David, we appreciate your time. Yep. What can we expect over maybe the coming days and weeks across the Midwest? It seems like the
1: temperatures have dropped and maybe they're closer to normal now. Today, for sure, we've seen a little, uh, a little outburst of some cooler temperatures. But uh, we actually trend back above normal here through the, most of the upcoming week. Uh, The good news is the weather pattern is a little bit quieter here, it looks like, so we don't have any major systems to track heading into the uh, holiday weekend. Sure. Well,
0: WWT meteorologist David Keller, how about snow for Christmas? (laughs) Are we anticipating that across a lot of the country?
1: Unfortunately, uh, not this year. It does not look like. uh, I think uh, outside of perhaps uh, far northern areas or in some of the mountains, we're we're looking at a a fairly uh, snow-free Christmas season, it seems. Well, David, we
0: appreciate your time. Thank you. Wonderful stuff. That's a great bit of inside information as to why we saw so many tornadoes this past week in the Omaha area. And then a compare and contrast of what Omaha saw compared to uh, Kentucky, Tennessee, southern Illinois, states
1: that really had some deadly tornadoes go through.